Good morning, 7.37 here on the all-new This Morning with Jaylin and Daryl. A little earlier this morning, we were able to give away some tickets. Mm-hmm. The Art of the Brick. In fact, we'll be doing that each day all through this week. That's the amazing uh, Lego sculpture exhibit at the TELUS World of Science. Uh, we never did mention that it was Jacinda who won those tickets ah, this morning. So congratulations, Jacinda. So before the break, mentioned uh, May was uh, Mental Health uh, Month, Mental Health Awareness uh, Month, and uh, our next guest has been working on in that area for for decades now, specifically with a focus on uh, frontline. Um, workers so public safety personnel military active veteran and crown prosecutors you name it they've been working to deal with uh, operational stress injuries post-traumatic stress that sort of thing and the cool thing about the program is that it was developed right here in alberta mm-hmm. there's offices in calgary there's offices right here in edmonton dr megan McKellen is the ceo of wayfound mental health group dr McKellen, nice to talk with you again Hello. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Nice to connect. Nice to talk with you again. I, I'm curious. There, there's some different ways of it, of attacking this uh, that that you've come up with, and I'm sort of curious yeah. if you would mind diving into that a little bit. Uh, in order to, I suppose we should we should touch on the basics. How do you deal with? operational stress. Like Jalen mentioned, it could be PTSD, that extreme. It could just mm-hmm. be maybe what most of us would consider to be standard stress. You still have to deal with it. What, what's the baseline? What's the bottom line for trying to deal with something like that? Well, you know, I do think that where we have to start from is a true understanding of what folks who work in high psychological risk occupations face. And, you know, that may be different from the kind of stress I face or you folks stress during the course of a typical day, um, because we're coming to understand that in Canada, those who are working on the front line, so healthcare workers through the pandemic, certainly police officers, firefighters, you know, the list goes on. You know, they're potentially averaging about 100 of potentially psychologically traumatic event exposures in a given year, you know, where the general population might only have a few of these types of things happen in a lifetime. Uh, We're just talking about a very different numbers game. And so part of where building the Before Operational Stress Program came from was, you know, this idea that knowledge is power. We need to be informing people and helping them to understand that a typical day at work for a communications officer or someone working in corrections um, has some risks attached to it. And we need to start by taking a real clear look at those risks so then we can try to help people take better care of themselves. Megan, I'm curious to know on this front, when it comes to um, OSIs, occupational stress injuries or PTSD, you talked about some of those numbers of uh, frontline workers could have 100 traumatic events in a year. Why is it, from your research, from what you know, that some people are impacted um, much greater um, than others? Some might not have any impact on them. Others will. Why does that happen? Yeah, it's a very good question, and it's a complicated question with a complicated answer. I mean, in my humble opinion, with the kinds of, um, you know, traumas that people are being exposed to and the kinds of organizational stressors they're experiencing at this particular juncture, I really believe it's it's not an if, it's a when. Um, mm. That, you know, unless people have particular uh, strategies and, and supports in place, then everybody's going to be at this higher risk. Now, you know, certainly there's a lot of personal factors. We know that there are 
you know, risk factors for people when they're in mid-career, um, you know, because they probably have a bit more responsibility of looking after other people at a time when they're probably also personally a bit more challenged with young children at home and aging parents. So there's some of those things that we can look at that go, yeah, there's probably some, you know, additional factors for certain groups of people at certain points in time. But I'm really of the belief that, you know, we're just dealing with a very different um, situation here and therefore everybody needs to be mindful of how to take care of themselves. And so do you also come up with a different way to try and deal with uh, these issues? Do you yeah, try to absolutely. find, uh, instead of clinical and diaries and, uh, and try and get, like, how do you do it? Are there new ways of attacking this? Well, I mean, a lot of it is that there has been this historical idea that people should just be able to go into these careers, um, you know, figure out how to do their jobs, and then just kind of adopt this almost like a bit of a suck it up sort of attitude or facade. And what that does, what that seems to do is it limits people's ability to actually almost like metabolize or wear off um, some of the different kinds of stressors that happen in the course of the day. So that's actually one of the most fundamental um, principles or tools we teach. And the people that we work with love it, right? Like this notion that um, your level of stress or your level of arousal is going to go up and down throughout the day. It's probably going to do some really extreme things if you're attending a critical incident. And rather than go, nope, I'm good. That's the job. I've just got to suck it up. What we teach people to do is recognize what the markers are when they're out of what we call sort of an optimal zone of arousal and how they can actually do things, um, behavioral things to try to actually support getting back into a better state of regulation. Dr. Megan McAllen joining us this morning the CEO of Wayfound Mental Health Group. When we talk about building resiliency and building, uh, you know, those kind of, you know, that armor almost uh, before it happens, how do you do that? How do you do that? And how do people just not like go, eh, I don't need it. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, Caitlin and, and Daryl, I do think that that mentality is changing, right? I think that Good. people are going, nope, you know what? I, I don't think I'm just going to ignore it and it's going to be okay. I think we have greater uh, awareness for sure of, of the risks of, of these jobs. Um, you know, what we try to teach people and, and what the research going into the BOSS program um, is, is taking a look at is can we help people through an interplaying process of building self-awareness, so having a you know sort of better connection to what's happening for me cognitively, emotionally, you know, sort of um, behaviorally, spiritually, meaning, you know, you know value system and, and what really makes me tick. How can we look at those sort of personal variables of self-awareness and how those connect then um, to the building of authentic relationships? Because really the thing that is the best protector for us during times of stress is each other. Um, but unfortunately, when stress goes up, oftentimes, um, and, and when you look at really, you know, organizations experiencing lots of stress or families experiencing lots of stress, oftentimes that's when a relationship can erode. So we're really trying to look at, you know, how do we help people be more resilient in the face of stress, looking at those two uh, sort of angles. I'm curious, is, is there any way to deal with this by escaping? Can you sometimes, I, I find sometimes if, I, if I'm stressed out about something and I go in to do something that I really like that I can just focus in on entirely, is, is there, do you have to confront what you're dealing with all the time or can you sometimes take a moment to just get the heck away from it? 
Well, yeah, I, I absolutely. I think if, you know, if you've had a really, you know, stressful day for whatever reason and you're just feeling like you need to unplug, I think that can absolutely sometimes be a helpful thing to do. Go and, you know, build jigsaw puzzles or, you know, I used to rock climb. That was an incredibly sort of meditative thing where I couldn't think about anything else. So for sure, that can be absolutely helpful. I think what we want to see for people is balance, right? If if you, if all you're ever doing is escaping as your, you know, sort of stress management tactic, my worry would be at some point over time, there may be things that you you aren't working your way through, you know, and sometimes actually there can be the analysis paralysis, you know, where sometimes we do need to learn how to, okay, it's that's enough. I've, I've sort of, I've stewed on that enough. It's time to shift my attention somewhere else. So what I really would like to have people, um, you know, embody or, or develop is just multiple different ways that they're taking care of themselves. So I think about sort of stress management and um, health promotion in the face of operational stress as a tree with many, many branches. And we want to just make sure that you know, you know, what are on your branches and how to use them. We know that therapy can come in many different forms. And we've seen, you know, there's equine therapy. And we know that uh, I think Wayfound's been doing some work with some blacksmith shops uh, in, yeah. the, in the province as well, which is really, really interesting. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, so one of our, um, we've had a couple of people join our team in the last year who themselves um, have worked on the front line for many, many years. And uh, so as you saw, perhaps in the CBC uh, story, uh, Troy Miller, who is a former paramedic and firefighter um, who's lived and worked in Alberta, he has gotten involved in this project where they're um, using this forge and using the, the you know, sort of forging of, of metals as a creative, expressive kind of activity um, for folks who are working on the front line. So Troy went down there and got involved in that project and a really, really exciting and I think very creative way that uh, the group down there is trying to help first responders in the province. And maybe some lessons in all of this that, that anybody can, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the stresses aren't the same for some people yeah. as they are for some frontline workers, but there's still stresses and we all deal with our own things in our own way and it still could be very tough. So, so some good thoughts and some good suggestions for anybody, I think. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks very much for having me. Okay. Thanks, Dr. McKellarin. Uh, Dr. Megan McKellarin, CEO of Wayfound Mental Health Group.